Hello, my very special patrons. I'm Laurel McCarg, and you're listening to Alligator Preserves Short Story Number Six because this is August 31st, and I promised you one short story per month, so I really am uh, hmm, pushing this one. <laughs> this one is called Bernie Beware, and Beware is spelled B E E W A R E. Don't go away. Bernie Beware is another flash fiction piece. It is exactly 1,000 words. And so here goes. I found a few on the dining room table last night. I thought they were dead, but when I got close enough to see the stained glass window patterns on their forewings, they vibrated and flew into the ventilation system. The heat from my face probably revived them. I jumped back and screamed like a little girl because, well, I'll get to that. As an acclaimed apiologist... I know there are legitimate reasons for worrying about the bumblebees. You've probably heard much to do in the news lately about bumblebee population decline in North America, Europe, and Asia. Pretty much everywhere, really. And how the decline is affecting world food supply in frightful ways. I've tried to warn people, but the right people aren't listening. Despite our recent cultural disdain for anything without an organic, non-GMO label slapped on it, the fact is damage has already been done to bees' brains by past rampant pesticide use in agricultural communities. Evidence indicates their brains have been irreparably altered. They forget where they found their last food source. Laugh if you will, but... Forgetful bees are not funny. If they can't share their knowledge with their colony, they starve. They die. Crops don't get pollinated, and those wither away too. We're next, but no one believes me. Irresponsible overdevelopment by powerful conglomerates also continues to destroy bumblebee habitats, and I'm quite certain climate change effects will not benefit the bee colony's cause at all. This is not fake news. Regardless of the reasons, our global climate is changing, and bee populations are disappearing. And I wish I could tell you those are the main legitimate reasons for worrying about the bumblebees, but there is more. Much more. Unless you live in a cave, you've seen what I've seen these past few decades, and it's not just with the younger generations. Social media consumes more of our population's attention than any other single thing, And much like the way beehives cannot grow when their bees are unable to do their jobs, we cannot grow as an intelligent species if we allow our brains to be placated and informed by corporations whose sole purpose is to keep us addicted to their products. 
Addiction is bad. Believe me. But what does that have to do with worrying about the bumblebees, Bernie? You might ask. And here's where you're going to have a hard time believing me. You see, interaction with bumblebees is directly correlated with social media addictive personality disorder. This may sound crazy, but I've studied the phenomenon extensively and committed my own monies toward purchasing the most sensitive equipment for my studies. Although it chagrins me to know I'm the only scientist dedicated to this project, I won't sleep until everyone else wakes up. I can tell you look confused right now, so I'll explain the phenomenon. Bumblebees the brain-damaged ones that remain, are far more insidious than your classic zombie when it comes to human brains. They don't even have to sting you to disrupt the synapses in your brain and make you want to sit for hours at a time staring at a computer or television screen. There's something in the frequency of their buzz that can eat away at the intelligent part of a human brain, which is why I screamed when they began to vibrate on the table last night. I must not be compromised. I can see why some in the scientific field might question my findings. You may have heard the same other explanations for why increasing numbers of humans are demonstrating intellectual digression rather than evolution, too. Science and technology are progressing at a rate faster than we're capable of keeping up. There's something in the drinking water. Our depleted soils aren't producing the nutrients necessary for brain development. Our schools are underfunded. And my favorite... Ignorance is bliss, isn't it? If you have to ask the question, you're not ready for the answer. And the answer, my friends, lies in the simple truth that the buzz of these mutant bees triggers an autonomic response whereby capillaries in the unsuspecting victim's brain shut down, halting further development, and in fact, creating a rippling effect that ensures the victim will remain addicted to hype and drivel for the rest of their unproductive lives. If that doesn't wake you up, my studies also show that once a victim has succumbed to the buzz, they become contagious, which explains why there has been a rapid devolution in our society despite the scarcity of bumblebees in the world. And now you're probably desperate to know how you can protect yourselves from this impending threat. I wish I had an easy solution. My first suggestion, the easiest, is to avoid bumblebees at all cost. This should not be difficult with the current decline in their populations. My second and last suggestion, however, will be far more difficult to swallow because you may already be affected. Although I haven't yet completed my research on how quickly this particular contagion spreads, my heartfelt belief is that you must shun ignorant individuals as if your life depends upon it. I also 
humbly bumblebee request that those of you reading this will help me spread the word about this troublesome threat. Our brains are in danger. Believe me. Come on, Bernie, time for your meds. There's bingo tonight in the dining room. Won't that be nice? Not the dining room. Please don't let them take me back to the dining room. There will be more on the table tonight, and they'll be buzzing. They'll be coming back for me. If it hadn't been for my startled scream when I found those fuzzy bodies last night, I startled them as much as they startled me, they would have gotten to me. And it would have been my own fault, because I should have known better than to think they were dead. Everyone should know by now that zombies... Don't die. (laughs) That ends my thousand word flash fiction. Very silly story about zombies and their effect on human brains. I got the idea for this very silly story uh, when my friend Sherry Randall came over after having received a phone call from the gal next door who was cleaning one of the rental houses and found three bumblebees. She thought they were dead on the dining room table. And when she went to whisk them away, <laughs> they started buzzing. <laughs> and she was horrified, screamed and ran out of the house. So that silly idea about bees coming back to life gave me the idea about a story about zombies. And uh, I just whipped that up this morning. So I hope you enjoyed it. And let's see, your next short story, short story number seven, will be sometime around September 17th or 18th, because that will be the next flash fiction contest that I will be participating in where the contest will provide me with a location, a genre, and an object. Uh, that's the one that I did with the New England Aquarium and the bottle of champagne and the, the genre ghost story. So I'm excited to find out what this next one will be. I decided to do this zombie story as flash fiction just to practice writing a complete beginning, middle, and end in a thousand words. So there it is. I did it. Let me know what you think. <laughs> Until next time share my podcast with your friends. Let's see if we can get some more people to patronize me so that they can hear these short stories as well. And thank you all so very much for your continued support. It means the world to me, really. Bye. Bye.